In this episode, once again, we speak to David Price. David is a certified professional life coach for over five years, and he's also been a minister for over 20 years. He has created to lead a successful life and therefore has built a life-changing group coaching program where he's helped dozens of men and women to achieve goals that they desire, which they otherwise thought were not possible. He has used in his coaching his his own experience and the tools he used himself to change his own life around. He went from a minister to being suicidal to then actually becoming a life coach and being a transformational coach. Let's speak to David about the four pillars of success. And if you want to upgrade your money mindset, then click on the link and uh, click on the link www.millionairefoundations.com and watch my free training. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And once again, we have the amazing, we have the charming, we have the wonderful David Price. Welcome, David. Thank you, Gul. I appreciate it. Such a joy to be here. Thank you so much for coming back, David. We had such a fantastic and I think really deserved conversation on Friday. And so today we have to have you back. But everyone's heard your intro, but please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. Sure. I'm a certified professional life coach. I have several programs. I help men and women who want to achieve any goal. I have a program for husbands and fathers who want to stop taking their frustration out on their wives and kids. Uh, And I have a program that I've just started for older teen males, ages 16 to 19, uh, to help them sort out all that crazy stuff that uh, teenagers have to go through. So yeah, quite quite a few programs to help lots of different people. Wonderful. And so today we're talking about the four pillars of personal success. So what are the four pillars, uh, David? The four pillars of personal success go, first of all, are what I created the framework. I didn't create the pillars, but I created the framework because this is what I used to accomplish my personal transformation. And it worked for me. And so I teach it to others. And so the four pillars are, number one, uh, are to take 100% personal responsibility for your life and everything in it. That's the foundation. Uh, The second pillar is to take control of your thoughts and words. The third pillar is to create your ideal life based on your core values. And the fourth pillar is to set and achieve one major goal. Fabulous. Okay, so let's go through all of them individually. Let's go to the first pillar. Sure. So the first pillar is the first pillar goal, because as I, I believe you would agree that taking responsibility for your life is the first step to making any kind of change. For most of my life, I had a very, very bad victim mentality. I thought because of the death of my father and a lot of other things in life that I was a victim. Uh, I thought when I saw successful people or happy people, I thought that they had gotten something that I had not gotten and that I was just, I was out of luck and I could not make a happy life. I was incapable of it. Um, And then, uh, as I've shared with you all before, a friend of mine shared with me a book called The University of Success. 
And the most important thing that that book taught me was that I am responsible for my life. I'm not responsible for everything that happens. I am not to blame for everything that happens. In fact, goal in my coaching, I do not use the word blame. We don't talk about blame mm-hmm. because it's such a loaded term. There's no point in it. Yep. We do take talk about taking responsibility. And so whether you have caused the things that have happened in your life or not, you are responsible for dealing with them. Life is what it is. And we can sit around all day and we can think, well, I wish things were different, but they're not. And so we've got to deal with life as it is. So what are you going to do about your life as it is right now? That's Mm. pillar one. Mm. Okay. So that's okay. So taking personal responsibility of everything show up. And I love what you said there. I don't believe in blame either, but I do take on the idea that you have to take personal responsibility for everything that shows up. And 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 I shared um, an image yesterday, which said that I don't control the results, the outcome of my actions. Because, you know, for example, if you're working, and I want to bring this back to entrepreneurs, especially male entrepreneurs, you know, we take, it's my fault that this happened. No, you do certain actions as long as you've done honestly and sincerely everything you could possibly do within your means and, and did everything. You don't control the outcome. You don't have control over how other people behave, how other people perceive, and sometimes, you know, the economic world, the way things are. So, as long as you take personal responsibility for your actions and personal responsibility for how you respond in your emotions and how you deal with those emotions, I'm not I'm not negating any of those uh, low 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 vibration emotions either. Feel through them, don't ignore them, but take responsibility of how you're going to act and react. That is more important than blaming. Oh, this is your fault. Or this is her fault. Or this is the economy's fault. No, let's not blame anything. Let's just see and understand for a fact that. You can do everything right and things still may not turn out the way you expected, the way you wanted or uh, or the way you hoped. And so that's, you know, that's that's personal responsibility and, you know, and taking out and understanding what do you mean to take personal responsibility for everything that shows up in your life. So I love the first pillar. So what is the second pillar? The second pillar is taking control of your thoughts and words uh, because, it, you know, gold, you you are the mindset expert, right? You're the mindset guru. And so you know that mindset is literally the entire game. It is, there's nothing, nothing, nothing but mindset. That's all there is. And so when we, I've got a a dear friend who teaches real estate investors, uh, and he says, you cannot know how to own real estate until you own the real estate in your mind. And that's exactly right. And so what we teach is how people can take control of their mindset. And we teach lots of tools. Like one thing I learned from one of my former coaches, David Bayer, Uh, he's got an empowering beliefs exercise that we teach, which is really powerful. Um, And all the things, by the way, goal that I teach and train on are things that I have done or do. Mm -hmm. I don't teach things that I didn't try and that I don't know work because they work for me. And that's really important to me. That's that's a big deal to me to be authentic about that. So we teach how to how to have empowering beliefs. Um, We teach the correct way to structure and use affirmations. Mm -hmm. Uh, We teach what another former coach of mine, Bart Baggett, calls magic questions. Mm -hmm. Most of us go ask really bad questions. Why am I such a loser? (laughs) I do agree with that. Right? Why can't I lose weight? We teach people how to ask empowering questions. Um, and uh, we teach people, you know, how to reframe, how to what you were doing a moment ago, goal, which was reframing instead of saying. I did all these things as an entrepreneur and nobody bought my product. I'm a failure. 
The reframe is, no, you're a success because you did all the things you were supposed to do. What another person does is out of your control and has nothing to do about with you at all. And so we teach reframing um, and we teach us all sorts of all sorts of mindset uh, um, tools. Uh, setting your intention is a big tool that we teach. Set your intention in the morning. Set your intention through the day. Set your intention at the end of the day uh, and how all those things are. So lots of mindset tools. But the reason we do that goal is because when you get your mindset in an optimal state, it's game over. You've won. And it's it's all gravy from there. I absolutely agree with that. And I I, I mean, I, I, you know, I always say that, you know, doesn't matter what what field you're on, what what niche you do, what what kind of profession you do, whatever, or even personal life as well, you know, in terms of losing weight or gain, getting better health or relationships and so forth. It's 80% mindset and 20% strategy, whatever strategy is to, you know, to get a partner, to lose weight, to um, to build a business, whatever have you. It's the strategies, if it can work for one person, can work for you too. So it's nothing wrong with the strategy, but it's always the variable that you come with is the mindset. And that's the line shit. That's 80%. So two people can come into the same program and one would get fabulous results. Another would get really, you know, no hardly any results. And it's because of the mindset. And I'm going to share a personal thing from here one of my clients and I, I I'm quite blessed that I, I'm very picky with my clients and so when I work with people I know they're going to do the work and they have they they're willing to let me be their guide to change their mindset because obviously I do mindset work so they, I need to work on their mindset but there are some people who are just stuck and they just will not um you know would not budge and I used to think oh my god somehow I'm a failure because I haven't been able to get them results because I remember this is when you're a new coach this is a this is something you know there's something that we all you know as coaches have to you know get over and I think well it hasn't worked for them so maybe my program doesn't work and then I want to go I'll take a step back and then if it's working for a number of people and I'm right. doing the exact same thing and I think she the people that do work for would be I would do extra obsessions I'll do I, I would go beyond okay I'm, I'm you know let's do some one-to-ones whatever and give them extra time and I promise you every time I did that I enabled their um, their 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 thinking and you know their 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 victim mentality and so forth because those are the ones which didn't and still complained and would cancel the program and ask for a refund or whatever else have you and whereas the people that who would would get on with it see it would have difficulties overcome them and get out the other end and listen, were willing to work with me and working the mindset got the results so there's one particular client I remember doing so much work with her. And, um, and and they, I just want to share this because I think it's important for you guys, especially if you're a coach outside listening, two stories. One story is where I've worked with this client so much and then she was like, she felt, I don't know, for whatever reason, she just wanted to cancel the program. And she even shared with me, she felt guilty that I gave her extra time compared to everything else. She felt, you know, she was, um, you know, why was she given that advantage? And I was scratching my head thinking, huh? I gave you extra time and you're feeling guilty about it? Like, what the hell is that about? Anyway, that was one client which I found really interesting conversation. And the other one, I, I you know, and um, when I was, I, we did the mindset work and I went through, you know, we, yes, you've got a business, whatever, if I can help you, let's, let's build it. She decided she wanted to change this, da, 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 da. she kept changing whatever. And she's, a, I mean, these people, both these people, I want to really say, amazing. I'm not criticizing them as individuals. They're fabulous people. They're fabulous people. This woman, the second one, amazing amazing individual but when i questioned her you know she said well she hasn't got business yet she hasn't been able to work on a business and i questioned her why um she goes because she works from nine to seven or nine to you know and seven in the morning to five i said what about evening she goes no i'm tired i said what about weekends then so 
she wasn't, it's not that she wasn't capable. She's an amazing, amazing, amazing lady. I, you know, I love her to bits. Uh, but she, something kept her back and it didn't work, you know, and she didn't allow herself to move forward. And and because she went, um, because she wasn't working on a business, she kept thinking, I haven't got money, I haven't got money. And then guess what? You, you attract that. So she spiraled right. downwards. So we parted away and I, I just let her go. And I want to bring those two things up because none of, neither of those are my fault. And mm-hmm. we need to stop taking, and that's another reason why, we need to stop thinking I'm a failure because I could help these two individuals. No, I did everything I could. How they respond to my help, how they respond to the work I did is up to them. So I have to accept I'm amazing, I'm wonderful, I'm doing the best I can, and now there's something which are out of my control, and we have to accept that they're out of our control and move on. Otherwise, we will spiral downwards, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. And this is particularly important for, for new entrepreneurs, and I know that my, my entrepreneurial journey has been <laughs> has been a complete mess. It's so twisty and windy and up and down. Oh, that's normal. That's normal. Yeah, it totally <laughs> is. But I didn't know that goal getting yeah. into entrepreneurship. I didn't know how twisty and, and windy it was going to be. And a lot of new entrepreneurs feel like when they put something out in the world and it flops, that that means they're a failure. All that means is you're an entrepreneur. It means you're on the on the path because it's going to happen to all of us. And it, it still happens to Jeff Bezos and, and Richard Branson everyone, and all the great too, yeah. right? So yeah, so um, it's just a matter of understanding that um, putting something out there that doesn't work is part of the journey. It's just a matter of learning from that and then moving on, not thinking you're the problem. It's just a matter of tweaking and, and adjusting. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. 100%. I love that. I love that. Okay, so what's the third pillar of success then? So the third pillar of success is creating, uh, designing rather, your ideal life, which is based on your core values. And so what we we walk people through a process of, first of all, determining your top three core values. What are the most important values in your life? The very simple way to do that, I tease people, is just you can find lists of core values on the internet. James Clear has one, 50 core values, uh, and just take that list. By process of elimination, figure out what are the three most important values. For me, it's faith, family, and growth. What are your top three values? Write those down. And then sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and write out a detailed description of the life that you want to create. Make it sensory. Make it detailed. Make it emotional, specific. See it, smell it, feel it, hear it, all that. And then read that every single day. Read that ideal life vision every single day. A lot of science and reason behind that goal. I know that you know all the stuff behind that. Um, But there's there's a lot of power in that. You're reading it every day. And then the other thing that we teach people that they can do, and this is not for everybody, but a vision board, I think is very powerful. Um, Vision board changed my life. The reason that I started getting up at 5 a.m. and now I get up at 4 a.m. But the reason I started getting up at 5 a.m. is because I put that on my vision board. And when I put it on my vision board goal, I did not expect that to ever happen because I hated mornings. 
I did not think it would ever work, but I stuck it on my vision board. And then I started getting up at 5 a.m. Almost, almost magic. It was weird. But designing your ideal life in alignment with your core values, connecting with it every day so that your brain is getting used to this vision of yourself, this idea of yourself, the things that you want to create. And so doing that is pillar three, and it's extremely powerful. Amazing. Amazing. I do believe, I do believe there's a lot, we haven't got time now to talk about the science behind it, but I do believe a lot of things happen, not just typing out. I want to, I want to stress this point. Yes. Don't type out yes. your life, write yes. your yes. life. It's, you know, the, you write yes. with pen and paper. This, this, so many things are going on. Maybe, you know, it's going to take forever to explain, but know there's a difference between typing something out and writing out. And then when you read it, um, if you've written it out, it actually reinforces that because it brings back the memory of when you were writing it and the energy that you create around it. It's so powerful compared to something typing out and you're reading. It's like reading a book. There's a difference between night and day in the two techniques. So I really want to stress on that point. You need to yes. write it out. And um, and someone like me who has to read it because I'm dyslexic, I have really bad handwriting, write out in semi-legible way so that you can actually <laughs> read it. At a point, I made this mistake. Like, what did I write here? I can't say my life like what did I write here and especially with the rise of you know um you know the grammarly and other things when you type it auto corrects you stuff so even less need to you know the spellings of stuff and I'm, I'm I'm notoriously bad at spelling anyway because I'm dyslexic so I'm like okay I can somehow work out what they would say but if I've written it so badly I can't even read so another tip make sure you can you know read yes. what you're writing yes okay so that's that's wonderful that's pillar number three that's so what's, yeah, what's the fourth pillar then so the fourth pillar is, and the reason uh, goal that that these two, like these pillars three and four, are so important, is because there's no way you can get where you want to go if you don't know where you want to go. If I jump in my car and start driving around, that's mm. not going to get me anywhere I, I want to go. I've got to have something in my GPS to tell me where to go, and the vision and the goal are what that are. So. So we teach people a very simple system of, of choosing one goal, and we just have them write down all their goals in different areas of life, prioritize them, and then among those number one goals, pick the number one goal that is the biggest needle mover. In other words, what specific thing do you need to accomplish that will move the needle the most in all parts of your life. So it could be money, it could be health, it could be your marriage. It's up to you. But I believe, Gull, that first of all, we need to pick one, at least initially, when we're sort of going through the process, pick only one goal. Now, I'm taking a course right now where the teacher of the course has you choose like seven or more goals I've been doing this for a long time and I'm confused. I'm a little, I'm just really, I'm struggling with what he's asking me to do. Mm. And so what I teach people is let's just initially, at least let's just pick one goal. The thing that's going to have the biggest impact on all of your life. And then we teach people go how to craft that goal in the most effective way, specific, measurable, aligned, time limited, we're going to, as you said, write it down. We're going to, we're going to, you know, make sure that we can know when we get there. We're going to create mile markers so that we can celebrate wins along the way. So we're not waiting a year to celebrate a win. And so we're going to celebrate along the way. We're going to write it out. We're going to post it. We're going to look at it every day. And we're going to be taking action immediately. In my program goal, and I know in your programs as well, 
taking action is king. 100%. I would I would rather somebody take action and have no clue what they're doing than have the perfectly crafted plan and never take action on it. Yeah. Taking action is absolutely king because only by taking action can you figure out, okay, that didn't work. Now I've got to do it this way. And so taking action immediately on that goal and the action plan, that's pillar number four. I'm going to add something more to this. And I, I completely agree with you too. If you focus on too many goals, you get lost because it's like the sun's ray. You know, when you wear on the sunlight, you're, you're, you know, you're not going to get burned all the time. Obviously, staying in the sun too long, maybe you get a little bit burnt, but you're not going to have that kind of impact. Whereas we remember as little as we used to, kids, we used to have those, you know, in the, for science experiments, we take the magnifying glass and we point it directly and pull insects, we'll be burning them out because those are laser sharp, <laughs> you know, rays. So yes. this is what we need to focus on is really focus on and really unpack all your goals, what you really, really want. And being a money coach, I'd always say focus on getting your finances sorted first. If you can get that sorted, uh, I promise you everything else will start falling into place because you need money to be able to work on health and have the nutrition, have all of the thing. And you know, honestly, money is one thing that you need to get sorted before right. anything else, including relationships. I would say, not say, don't say make billions. I'm not talking about making millions. Just right. be, you know, be right. comfortable. So your finances are important to just get the bare minimum sorted. But I want to add something to this. I remember looking at, um, and I wish I could give credit to the to the author or the the, the professor who did this. This real this short video was shared on LinkedIn, and I, and I watched, and it was so beautifully put. So the professor was telling people how we think. So when we start writing and we're thinking, we are actually thinking while we're writing. So it goes back to step number three and number four, okay? So when we write things out, we are constantly thinking simultaneously. So we are not people who think and write. We write and think simultaneously. So we're thinking, we write, we're thinking, we write, and that's it. And the exercise of writing allows us to think, allows us to expand, it allows neuro in a synaptic pathway to be connected and more things to come up and things so forth. This is why, you know, uh, writing on a, doing a mind map or even just verbal vomiting on, on a paper helps you as well because you need to get what's in there out. And the process is not linear. It has to be done through tangents or whatever. So when you write it, things start coming to you and it's so important. And, and that unfortunately is not taught to us in schools. In schools, we learn to write what a teacher tells us and a teacher reads our material based on because they're paid to. Unfortunately, when we are adults, when we as coaches or as business people, when we give our material to somebody, they don't give it to us. They don't care. Um, so we have to write in a way that makes sense and appeals to people. But he was talking from that context, but I brought into this one because as you, you may not know what's your goal. You may not know what is that you want, but when you start writing and you start thinking, your emotions will come to surface and that is what will highlight to you what is the most important thing at this moment in time. You may start off with thinking it's health. You may start off thinking it's the relationship with my or my wife, whatever health you. But I promise you, if you don't have money sorted, that's going to be your number one priority. And by the way, I'm not talking about buying a yacht, buying a million dollar house. I'm just talking, make sure you know that your basic needs are taken care of without the monthly stress. If you have that sorted, then you can focus on whatever goal you want. And I promise you, it, you know, money can come later and in terms of larger quantities if you want so, there's no harm. But getting the basic needs are sorted. So that's what I would say. Make sure your basic needs are sorted out with the financially. Then you work on goal. But even though you won't know this until you start writing. Right. So this is so important part of, of having that. And then when I teach in my programs, I ask them to focus on two goals. So one is a major, the 
overarching goal that you want to financially or whatever have you. And then there's a smaller one. And the reason why I ask them to focus on smaller goals is, you know, so something you can get within the next three to six months. And the longer term goal is something you can get in three to five years. The reason why I teach the smaller goal is if one, it teaches, you know, manifesting skills. So it's basically your manifesting muscle that you're training up. Two, mm-hmm. it really reinforces the belief, I can do this. So you become successful at it. And yes. one success leads to the other success, then to yes. the other success. And that's what helps you to grow and yes. continuously, I mean, because you're going to have your, you know, moments when you fall flat on your on your bum. Um, but it allows you to get up from that moment and move forward because, precisely because you've got this, these, um, these milestones, okay, I, I achieved this and I achieved that and achieved this. So I can carry on going and I can achieve, achieve X, Y, and Z too. So this is how I deal with it. You know, I don't I don't yeah. ask for 100 goals. I really don't think it. I mean, <laughs> vision boards, I, I think they're I think they're great. I'm not a big fan of vision boards, but I do believe that they have a, a they have a, um, an important role to play. You can put all the things you want on a vision board, but when you're focusing on goals, focus on short-term and a long-term yes. goal. That's what I teach. Um, yeah. But your 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 vision board can have an overarching what you want. You know that what you what you did in step three, that could have be all of that. So all of those things can be on your vision board. But when you fo- on your step number four, what you're focusing on, focus on the one or maybe one long term, one short term goal, and focus diligently on those. And obviously, from your proliferal vision and subconsciously, you're taking everything that's on the vision board anyway. And that that's how vision boards really work. Right. That's that's it. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I love. I love your emphasis on a short-term goal because celebrating wins is what keeps us going. And yeah. if, if we, you know, if we have a 10-year goal for our business and we're not going to celebrate till 10 years from now, we're not going to get to 10 years from now. It's 100%. not going to happen. So I love your emphasis on celebrating shorter term uh wins, and that's crucial. Absolutely, 100 percent So can you give us a summary of each of these four pillars again once more? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. So pillar one is uh, taking 100% personal responsibility for your life and everything in it. Um, And then pillar two is taking control of your thoughts and your words. Pillar three is designing your ideal life. And pillar four is setting one major goal that will have the biggest impact on everything else you're trying to create. Fabulous. Fantastic. So um, tell us, David, how can we connect with you? Where can we find you on the internet? Sure. So my website is www.takeback, the letters Y-L, takebackyl.com for Take Back Your Life. Uh, And on Facebook, you can find me. I'm David Price, P-R-I-C-E in Moorhead City, North Carolina here in the U.S., Wonderful. So if you are listening to us on the podcast, then the links for David will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have all the links to David as well. Do check him out. As I mentioned before on Friday Feature, if you are a male entrepreneur, I mean, I think David can help anyone, but I specifically would push anyone male entrepreneurs who need the additional support because you will have uh, you will go through things that you will feel unable to discuss because entrepreneurship is a very lonely space. It's a very lonely journey. You will need some extra support, especially you as a man, um, uh, to 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 understand how you can have those difficult conversations with those around you in your moments when you are at the lowest. So for that reason, I would definitely recommend that you um, connect with David and have him, if not as your coach, if someone in your back pocket that you can come back to him as and when you need to and make sure that you are well on your journey and you're well supported on your journey because you don't have to do this on your own. 
you may not have the support from the people around you in your immediate network, but you can create a network around you. And it doesn't matter if it's in, the, in your city, in your town, it could be globally, um, you know, because everyone's just a phone call or a Zoom call away. Speak to someone, have someone to support you on your journey because you got this and you you are amazing and you are valued. And as a, as a woman to men out there, I'm saying you men are amazing and you are doing a great job. And I want you to remain men, remain powerful, remain these amazing, ambitious, you know, fabulous men that you are. And you're doing a fabulous job providing for your wives and your children because they value, they may not say it, but they do value and it's required, especially in this day and age with all that's going on. You are so needed. And you are so appreciated. So please value yourself. And when you need help, don't feel ashamed to ask for help and have someone like David with you supporting you on your journey. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap up. Thank you so much for David for coming today and having this amazing conversation with us. Thank you, Go. I really appreciate it. I love what you're doing. And I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you. And thank you for listening to me and David today on Wednesday's Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time, we, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care, bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.